From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, March 17th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. An Ohio State University student has died in Mexico. OSU confirms Henry Meacock was a student from New Jersey. A police report from Mexico shows a 19-year-old with the same name, also from New Jersey, passed away. Investigators say he fell from the third floor of a hotel in Puerto Vallarta. The debate over removing toxic waste from East Palestine continues. More from ONN's Andrew Kinsey. Governor Mike DeWine provided an update saying the train tracks from that derailment site have been removed, but the soil continues to be an issue. There is currently a pile of approximately 26,000 tons of soil waiting for removal. So far, just over 4,000 tons have been removed. We're told, well, sample tests continue to come back clean. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Norfolk Southern is donating $250,000 to an Ohio-based nonprofit. ONN's Melissa Andrews has more. The money will go to helping people in East Palestine with food, clothing, water, and cleaning supplies. The nonprofit will be able to hire a social worker and more staff with this donation, according to the rail company. Governor Mike DeWine will be in East Palestine six weeks since the Norfolk Southern train carrying toxic chemicals derailed. I'm Melissa Andrews. The mayor of Moreland Hills, which is about 20 miles east of Cleveland, died suddenly. ONN's Laura Queso reports. Mayor Daniel Fritz served on the village council for 12 years before being elected to mayor in 2019. Council President Ethan Spencer will now become mayor. His cause of death, though, is not known. Richard Bain, the mayor of Pepper Pike, expressing his condolences on his passing of Mayor Fritz, saying in part, quote, he was always a thoughtful and positive participant in our regional conversation. More so, Dan was a great guy. I'm Laura Queso. A SWAT standoff in Cleveland's North Broadway neighborhood yesterday led to a school being placed on lockdown for more than four hours. ONN's Angela Ann has the story. Police confirmed the local Animal Protective League attempted to execute a search warrant at a house in the 3000 block of Nursery Avenue when the home's occupant decided to barricade himself inside armed with a gun. As a precaution, the nearby Broadway Academy at Willow was locked down around 1 p.m. before an all-clear was given moments later, only for a second lockdown to come down at roughly 2.30. By 6.45 p.m., authorities said the situation was secured, no one was hurt, and officers were able to help with the dismissal of Broadway Academy students and staff. The Cleveland APL also plans to follow up with that homeowner at a later date. Angela Ann, ONN News. Broadway Academy canceled classes for today. A Cincinnati Bengals player will not face charges in connection with the shooting of a teenager at his home. ONN's Steve Vaughn has more. Hamilton County Prosecutor Melissa Powers says Bengals running back Joe Mixon did nothing illegal during the shooting incident outside his Anderson Township home. Some neighborhood teens were playing Nerf Wars when Lamonte Brewer, the boyfriend of Mixon's sister Shalonda, opened fire. It's unbelievable that something like this could happen. It's hard to fathom how anyone could aim a gun at a child, let alone fire 10 to 11 rounds at at him. It's a miracle he was not killed. Mixon's sister is accused of trying to take shell casings from the scene. The couple were indicted by a Hamilton County grand jury. Steve Vaughn, ONN. In Northwest Ohio, a six-month investigation found BP violated safety procedures and failed to adequately train workers. This after an explosion at the Oregon refinery in September killed employees and brothers Max and Ben Morrissey. BP was cited for what the Occupational Safety and Health Administration calls 10 serious violations. OSHA is also proposing $156,000 in fines, which is determined by federal statutes. OSHA Area Director Todd Jensen. The penalty amounts issued in this case in in no way reflects the value of, of 
these two gentlemen's lives. Uh, these penalties are, are set by law, and there's only so much we can do as, as far as how high or how low, how low the penalties can go. BP has 15 days to set up a conference with OSHA to go over these citations. The refinery is still shut down, and company officials hope to have it back up and running by May. Ohio Republicans introduced a bill that would end diversity and inclusion training requirements at colleges and universities. More from ONN's Jeff Smith. Senate Bill 83 would change how students and teachers experience higher education. Course assignments and required reading would have to be posted online. Students would need to pass an American government class in order to graduate. And professors, they would be evaluated based on whether they provide an environment free of bias. Critics of the bill are concerned it would micromanage higher education. I'm Jeff Smith. A bill to lower the age to become a police officer is in the Ohio House. Sponsors of House Bill 84 say it's aimed at helping with the shortage of law enforcement staff. If passed, the minimum age to become a police officer in Ohio will go from 21 to 18. And the NCAA tournament continues today. Many fans in northeastern Ohio will likely be up late for the Kent State versus Indiana game. More from ONN's Dave Chadowski with Kent State senior forward Myron Thomas. Golden flashes and Hoosiers tip tonight at 9.55, and that's if the game starts on time. Four-seed Indiana favored by four points over the 13-seed Golden Flashes. Many feel Kent State can pull the upset, and the players certainly believe. Our track record this history also speaks for itself, so we might be an underdog lower seed coming into these games, but we know face-to-face we're just as good as those higher seeds, so we're excited to get the plan. 16 more games today in all. It's nonstop after 16 yesterday. I'm Dave Chidowski. Special thanks to our affiliates, WTOL-TV in Toledo, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.